parents of royals and royals, lend me your ears and your children. Because, baby, we got a daycare going. That's right. For any of you parents who have been having to pay handsomely for your maids, babysitters, what have you, no longer. Bring your kids in. Give them to me. I'm going to put them in a tower in the east wing. Make sure they're taken care of. Probably give them a snack every few hours or so. And that's that's new. That's for you. That's This is something I'm doing for you. I'm a great boss. I think end of meeting. Right, Ian? Um, this is what we talked about earlier? <laughs> just, give, just give us a second here. Look, Towers for Tots is going to be huge. But if I don't have a test market... I don't know if it works, right? Well, and we want to use the employees here, the ones that almost did a walkout last week? Not the employees, but their children, of course. What, you put a sword in their hands, you throw some low-level monsters at them, they're going to do fine, right? I mentioned the snacks, right? We'll give them the snacks. I, I mean, so do, do the families get you know, compensated because they're you know, being part of a test market? Oh, thank you for reminding me. Um, it will cost a little money, but you don't need to worry. We'll take it right out of your paycheck. So don't feel like you have to, you know, bring in any cash. I mean, you can tip if you want. Um, I'm seeing some hands raised, but this was not really a questions kind of thing. So, Ian, anything else? Um, and I can't ask question. I guess that is a question. I guess not hey great meeting and i'll see your kids tomorrow travis royals and lead designer ian of the hills are tanking their adventure architecture firm one failed project at a time if you require their services write them a letter and they may build you one of their crappy castles Hey, Travis, um, thanks for coming to the studio today. Did you want to record an episode? Uh, mm, let me look at my watch. Uh, yep, still broken. Hey, Travis, I know you're the boss around here, but I don't like your attitude. Let's try that again, okay? Hey, Travis, do you want to come record an episode today? Wow, I am taken aback, but I like the energy. If you're going to be something at this company, you need more of that uh, throw caution to the wind. Maybe he'll fire me. Maybe he won't. I love it. Well, you know, uh, I, I've been thinking about it and, you know, that raise that we keep talking about. Uh, One of us does. Yes. I, I heard that if you manifest, you know, like your goals of, you know, in this more senior position of authority that uh, if I start to, you know, wearing those authority pants, then, you know, you'll have to recognize me. Yeah, those pants do look very authoritatious. Is it what is this some sort of spell? What is I mean you said it's this is like a law law of attraction. Yeah, well, I don't know if you can tell, but I, I did go up a charisma point. Oh, congratulations. How much you pay for that? Um, you know, it uh, Is it in the pants? <laughs> It's, it's probably in the pants, yeah. It's sewn right into the pants, baby. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Um, well, you know, you got to spend money to make money and you spent money on those pants and apparently the Chris was working because I'm back in it. I'm ready to record. The Rays must be just around the corner. So, you know, get your hopes and your pants way up. Yeah. So I apologize in advance if anybody hears those kind of weird shuffling sounds. They are corduroy and, you know, they always kind of like rub in that weird way. They appear to be also lightly animated. Uh, yes, yeah, there is. They did. They come with a minor illusion. That is kind of that uh, charismatic bump that they're giving me. I see a charismatic bump, and it ain't very minor. I I think I get why these pants work now. Uh, hey, Travis, do we have a letter before we have to call HR? Yeah, let me check in here uh, somewhere in here. Oh shit! Oh oh my god! What is that? Oh, it's sticky. Hold on. Um, ooh. Mm. Mm. little snack, mm. ooh, a little cracker. And there's all, there's all sorts of stuff in the, in these pockets. <laughs> oh, I found okay. it. I found all it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, crappy castles. I'm a DM who writes his own storylines, but I've been told that I'm a little on rails. I'm going to do it like this. Is that okay? Like a kind of like a, you know, like doing a guy for this. Yeah. 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 Okay. I love when you do the common man. My players want a little break from lofty world ending narrative building and are hungry for some good old fashioned side quests. Do you have any ideas? Toby Cooper in Indiana. All right. I, I like that you've been experimenting more with accents. It's uh, really just making you a much more well-rounded person, I think, as well. And Yeah, I've been trying. See, because I have so much trouble relating to the common man. Uh, so I've been trying to kind of wear their flesh, spiritually speaking, you know, try on try on their personality and, and kind of feel what it's like to walk a mile in their vocal cords. Yeah, and how has that been working out for you? I'm getting much more adept at blending in, mm-hmm. but I'm feeling no different. And honestly, if anything, I'm kind of getting some ideas about what I can do with this new power. Oh, okay. Well, I, I look for- It's detrimental, mostly. Well, you know what they say about great power? Disguise thyself. <laughs> That's the- <laughs> so, Toby Cooper here, Toby Cooper in Indiana- he is a DM that writes his own storylines. Basically, he's saying, look, I'm trash at what I do, okay? I've got these long, boring things that I write all out, and my uh, adventuring party couldn't give two shits. They want to crack wise. They want to go pick up five feathers, take them to the feather salesman. They say, thank you for my feathers. Here's your cut to copper. Well, you know, I think that it sounds like, it, you know, it could be a little bit of a issue of... uh you know, the type of players. I mean, you know, maybe maybe we don't need to write side quests for this person. Maybe we just need to tell this person to get new players. Okay. That will be a short episode, so that does interest me. Um, so let me just respond here. Toby Cooper, stop. Hey, Adrian, are you taking this down? We got your letter. Stop. The whole thing's fucked up. Stop. <laughs> Just stop playing with these people. Send. 
Okay. But Indiana sounds pretty remote. There's probably not a whole lot of people around. So, you know, it might be the only people. Just in case. Yeah, just, just, in case. just in case we'll do the episode. Okay. But uh, Adron, if, if Toby responds in the positive, you can just not, you can just release this episode with what, what just happened. Yeah. Cut, cut all cut everything we're about to do for the next mm, 28 ish minutes out. Adrian, you look great today, by the way. Thank you. Are those, did, did Travis get you golden headphones? Yeah. As part of a bonus and raise package. And I got her some of those pants. Oh, oh, they look great on you too. I know, right? Consider my package raised, right, boss? <laughs> uh, so here's the deal. Yeah. I actually got my start at this company just doing side quests. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, when you were like, kind of like interning, like w- working for your father to see if you wanted to take over the family business. Exactly. Yeah. He figured that was a kind of, um, soft entry, uh, into the company. Mostly. I mean, the great thing about nepotism is I never really had to have that job, but it was good for optics. Sure. Are you familiar with the, with optics? Um, you know, I, I am familiar with optics, you know, having had to deal with some of those beholders, you know, they got all those eyes all over the place. You really got to watch out, you know, the paralyzing ray and all of that stuff. So yeah, very familiar with all of that stuff. What? Exactly. Watch out for that necromantic one, man. You just you just don't get those hit points back. Actually, that kind of knocks something loose. Okay, optics, beholder. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I've got it. Oh, okay, go on. The beholder thinks it's ugly, can't see itself anymore, needs a new prescription. Contact lens for beholder. Now, see, I, I, you got exactly where I was going. Absolutely. So you got to go, you got to go find, you know, ground up crystal. Cause you know, that eye mm-hmm. is so big. You got to have something very durable, but the contact lens is so delicate, right? So yeah. it's the combination durable, delicate. You have to go to the very special mind that is conveniently six or seven sessions away. Yes. And, and who do we think kind of like uh, has claim over that mine? Oh, gosh. You want to say uh, at the same time? I think we both know. Yeah, 100%. Right. Three, two, two one. one. The kobolds. Kobolds. Okay, I was going to say goblin. Damn. I, I really thought, you know, a lot of times we do that on the show. I assume I haven't listened to it. And it never happens, actually. But this time I really thought it might. <laughs> There was like, I was like, oh, we're going to actually do this. Damn it. Next one. Next one. We can get it. Yeah. We'll try it again later in the episode. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. I think it's, it's level one kobolds, you know, they can really come back to this whenever they want. Yeah. Well, and of course, I mean, but probably you go to the mine, the Mm -hmm. kobolds are like, oh yeah, we got your diamond dust right here, my friend. My, this oh, you, shit. my 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 very handsome group of adventurers who could kill mm-hmm. us all with probably one swipe, but mayhaps you would like to help us with a problem of our own. Oh my god! And yes. guess who is invading into their mine, digging their way in, trying to take all of their di- diamond dust? We were talking about it earlier, right? Yes, of course. Right, and let's say it, at the, say it at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yes. 
three, two, one. Baby beholders. Necrobatic. Okay. God damn it. Yeah, the baby beholders is probably going to be better with the type of quest. Wait, they're burrowing in. Also, can I back up? You keep calling this a diamond dust mine. Yeah. I feel like that's not going to be nearly as profitable as if they just leave the diamonds intact. Oh, no. Why are they dusting them up? They're just very small diamonds to begin with. Okay, there's the diamonds. <laughs> so they got to collect, like, while killing beholders, collect, like, roughly one to three million uh, particles of diamond dust to make this this contact lens. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I know that you've been getting into the common man, so this is going to be more like a specialized man kind of thing, like mm-hmm. uh, if you really want to get into that nitty gritty. So uh, this uh, cobalt mine is actually situated uh, right there uh, on two tectonic plates that are perpetually shifting. And mm-hmm. as they are uh, grinding past each other, it's creating these thin veins of diamond dust. And that's how that all is kind of created there. Wow. You just, you turned a side quest into the main event, my friend. You got a lore. Damn. Oh, well, I guess that you, you, that's a great point. The key to a good side quest, make sure there's roughly seven to eight teen books littered about that kind of explain Mm -hmm. why this mine exists one of them's definitely a romance novel based in this Uh mine yeah 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 exactly it's like an erotic tale of how the beholder babies came to be um i think that's that's great i am worried though that as they are headed back uh with this giant contact lens i assume they get one of the kobolds to like oh uh, oh smith oh. it for them no you, oh, you don't think definitely not kobolds kobold travis we, we you're right we've dealt with kobolds and well so they load it they're very nimble delicate <laughs> fingers absolutely great for you know getting those mm-hmm. like you know artificers love them because they can Tinkering, get into those lot picking yeah uh-huh. just really get up in there and you know to put the washer in in the right place and, th- and that's great for for that kind of stuff right I mean, a contact lens that has to be prescription grade. Oh my God. They're, I you're mean, right. they're going to need go, to load up the wagon. You got to go to the go best elsewhere. optometrist in the land. And you look by this big smile. We have recorded now uh, uh, some amount of these. I've never seen Ian <laughs> the smile density in this particular episode. <laughs> You know, we have a lot of fun here on the show, uh, but what you don't see behind the scenes is us kind of going like, what the fuck is this one about? And when we picked this letter, uh, Ian kind of lit up, and now I'm realizing why. He is firmly on his shit. Is why. <laughs> it's These pants are working. Yeah, well, well, you want to, you wanna, I mean, we know who. The greatest optometrist in the land, right, of course. We're going to say we, at the both, same time again, right? God, we were close on the other ones, and this one is just, there's no way. Three, <laughs> two, two, one. The Nothicometrist. The what? The Nothicometrist. <laughs> now, <laughs> can you spell that for me, and maybe then I'll understand? Okay, so are you familiar with a Nothic? Nope. Um, that that one, hold on, let me get out my, my books. Is there, uh, it's not in this year's catalog. Um, oh yeah, no, this is definitely the swimsuit edition from three years back. Oh my God, the Nothic is perfect. 
<laughs> I found it. It's here in uh let's see. Yep, 87. This was this was the uh monster of the of the year in in 87. Yeah. Wow. It deserves it. Uh but yeah, the Noth Optometrist is going to be your boy. Your eye boy. It's time for a short break. Mid-roll, it's me, it's Travis. I'm in the episode. Ian's there too. Say hi, Ian. Oh, hey, everyone. I'm here. I'm in the middle. We're in the middle of the episode, and we're here to tell you about something called TikTok. I didn't know what it was. I still don't know what it is. But we're on it, baby. At Crappy Castles. We've got clips. We've got clips. So far, we only have clips. But rule of three states, I had to say it a few times. Some would say they're great clips. I need... Sponsor us, great clips. A haircut. And go to the TikTok, hit the follow button, hit the share button. You stitch it. You do edit. And then what do you do? You donate. You go over to Patreon. Then what do you do? You tell your parents about the show. I don't feel like enough moms are listening to this show. Ian. But moms love TikTok. Moms are all over TikTok. It's going to bring... Also, they also love Great Clips. Great Clips is really missing out by not advertising on podcasts. I know it seems like an audio medium uh, would not lend itself great to describing haircuts, but I think it would actually... I mean, I think there's some real wordsmiths out there like you and I that could really, uh, you know, work some magic. So you go down to Great Clips and you tell them Crappy Castle sent you. You're the nothictometrist? Oh no, you want to That's who we need them him. to go to. I see. Yeah. I see. You're right, he would be perfect. However, guess what happens? Oh, what happens along the way? Flat tire, four flat tires. Four flat tire. Well, pff. four flat wagon tires. Yeah. How do they get flattened? Uh, I mean, I, uh, you know, uh, it turns out your wagon was a mimic the whole time. Yeah, exactly. So there's there's a quick fight. I mean, that'll look, and you don't have to string these together. Just uh, what was his name? Kubi Cober, uh, Indiana, Indiana. No, we called the dog Indiana. Indiana, feel free to take these piecemeal them up. Do whatever you want. You know, I mean, this is the best way to do it, obviously. But you can do it whatever shitty way you feel like you need to. Yeah, the wagon's a mimic. I mean, I think at any turn, basically anything they're near should turn into a mimic. Like, that's a nice, if these people want, you know, some fluff, yeah. there's your fluff. Absolutely. Their fluff, I mean, you know, cotton lint, that's a very small mimic. It'll probably still hurt if it bites you in the pocket. Oh, I thought you were going to say something about how they reach into their pocket and they think it's cotton lint and they pull it out a piece of fluff and it's really a flump. One of the only very nice monsters that is actually gives beneficial things to adventurers. Okay, let me. That's not oh, an eighty-seven. No, that's not an eighty-seven. Check. That's a a, a twenty nineteen. Uh, okay. Oh wow, this is a see. Um, yeah, more, a little I'm, more I'm recent. Both, I'm both ahead of and behind the times. Whatever, wherever the knowledge is, flump. This doesn't look like no damn ass cotton ball. <laughs> <laughs> this this flump ain't fluff at all. I'm looking at a flump. Yeah, but they uh, do love being in caves and in darkness and all that stuff. So, you know, your pocket, probably pretty grungy if you're an adventurer. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, the grungiest if you got this little floating clam hanging out in there. Look at him. Man, we are we are mentioning some monsters with some different eye situations in this one. Oh, he's got little spikies. Ooh, I don't like it. Um, you know what? What? I think the flump, yes, is nearby, right? Mm-hmm. The flump has some spare wagon wheels, of course, that of course they can put on their wagon to take the diamond dust to the nothectometrist. Um, but they are going to have to do his taxes first. Oh, that that's, that's the side quest you want to bring into this. Well, if Ian, to be honest, I were about 85 years behind on the company's taxes. So what I'm thinking is, you know, we kind of Uh put ours in, in the mix, right? So they're doing the flumps kind of. Uh, you know, all their write-offs and things. All of a sudden they start seeing our write-offs. They're like, Hey, Mr. Flump, that's his name. Why, why, why'd you, why'd you buy a whole gold headset for an engineer? And you're like, I'm, I'm just a common flump. It's a (laughs) write-off. It's a write-off. That's what the flump says a lot. It's when you write it off. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that they'll get through that, and that's well, that's twenty sessions right there. So yeah, that's just, they can cross that off the old uh, mini map when they're when all that's said and done. Unless the mini map was a mimic all along, <laughs> <laughs> and it comes to life and it eats all their quest markers, and now they don't remember what side quest they got left. Uh, I was going to say if they're using quickling books to do their taxes, they could. <laughs> now, when we started the show, I said, Ian, do me a favor. Don't be dropping all these things I don't know about because I, you obviously know more of the things that I know. And he said, I promise I'll never emasculate you like that. The whole dynamic of the show would be thrown off if everybody knew that. I was the smart one. And I said, well, don't speak to me like that. But now, Ian, I now that you're wearing the pants with the hump in the front, why don't you tell me about what the, the hell you just said to me? Well, the, the quickling books uh, is what yes. helps you with all of your, uh, you know, paperwork, get it done super speedy. Um, you know, they speak Sylvan common, have a proficiency of plus two. <laughs> He said off the top of his head. <laughs> Come on, what? You don't know a quickling? Yeah. 86, 86. I mean, it's tiny, tiny Fay book. It's a, uh, uh, so the quickling is quickling a book, book itself. Oh no, a quickling book. Oh my God. I, I, I'm looking right at your mouth and I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> is the quickling a book or not? I'm seeing a picture of a quickling, and this is distinctly not a book. Sure, it's like a, but this it's is, a little fucked this up is guy. A quickling book. I mean, here's the problem, guys. If we want to finish the episode, we have to move on. But I still don't know. I don't. I'm just not clicking for me. It's the, it's the rural juror. <laughs> it's the quickling book. 
time out. Are you really not getting those like QuickBooks? Oh my God. Of course I was getting that. Let's <laughs> go. Let's do the episode. <laughs> hey guys, we're back from that break. Man, I, sh- I get it. I, and I got it before they hire. Right. Okay. I, I see what you're saying now. So uh, and then listen, I think this is all gold, but is there maybe some way that these adventurers can, I don't know, like you need to pepper some sort of collectible throughout this entire journey we're describing here, you know? Uh, maybe some sort of tall thing that they have to climb to see where they're going every few yards or so. Um, golden spatula so they can get a bigger wallet. Golden spatula for a bigger wallet. Um, maybe some sort of like ev- behind every waterfall. You know, there's, uh, I don't know, a just a delicious French toast maybe. But the important thing is waterfalls everywhere. You know, so they can't possibly just continue in the direction they were going without veering well off that path and forgetting all altogether what was happening. Well, if you got a bag of diamond dust, you don't want to get that wet. It's going to wash all your diamond dust down the stream. I mean, so it's uh, kind of a you got to weigh the risks on that. Mm-hmm. And the and the real question is, how do you keep it clean? Right. I mean, you're, you'll have to go to find the <laughs> ye old realms forgotten dry cleaner. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, uh, these your party should also get a side job um, at the dry cleaners. So, hey, while most, we're on that, I noticed that you yeah. do have usually, um, with the exception of today, um, nicer clothes than me. Um, yeah, and, um, and these pants are dry clean only. And I've never. Where, where do you take yours? Oh, I'm. Well, I'm. I'm honored. Um, I have a fleet of people who every night while I'm asleep come into my house Mm -hmm. and wash all my clothes, dry clean them, do the steaming of them, no creases, only pleats. And I have to be honest, it's the only way to go. Whenever somebody comes up to me and says, you know, I go to a place. I'm like, are you kidding? No. What you do is you spend mm, seven thousand gold a day on this mm-hmm. on the service. Okay. So why I can give you their number? No, I was just going to break into your house and leave my pants like in the your hamper, and then you know let them kind of. Ian, you can try, but when I see your shining face, this very shiny face, I'm just noticing. I did. I did not apply my normal powder routine. Peering through my window. I will come at you and I will come at you like a freight train. Yeah. Well, not while I've got this. <laughs> what is that? Oh, <laughs> you can't tell by this uh, wonderful audio medium that we're doing that by me holding up my cloak of shadows that I have. <laughs> I mean, you can shadow yourself all you want. When I see those pants are floating into my closet, I'm going to know exactly what's up. And bam, diamond dust right to the eyes. Uh, I keep a, um, let me just describe to you the arsenal. I figure this episode itself can be a side quest. We can just kind of meander off the path and talk about some stuff. Let me describe the arsenal. I keep to my next to my bed, just in case you were serious about this. I have three crossbows. I stole them from a family of bears. 
So there's one that's a little small for me, one that's very large, but one that is just right. And I am very accurate with it. Um, I have the bag of diamond dust. Of course I have diamond Dallas page. Um, he will destroy you. I've got a poison sandwich. And even though I told you about it, it smells so delicious that when you enter my home, you won't help but go, hmm, tasty sandwich. And you'll and you'll do your fingers like you'll tap them together like I'm doing right here. All, all the listeners see this. Mm-hmm. Ooh, tasty sandwich. And then you take a bite and you're knocked out, knocked unconscious. Okay. All right. What I'm hearing. Go on. You've um, assaulted the cross bears. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. You keep uh, the diamond dust by the nightstand mm-hmm. and uh, wear a breathing apparatus so that I don't have to smell anything. So I will not be enticed by your exceptionally charming uh, sandwich old factory enticements. My enticements. Yes. Yeah, that's accurate. Okay. Okay. You might have, you might stand a chance. I probably shouldn't have revealed my. My whole hand. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it. I kind of gave you the whole thing. I mean, based off of previous episodes of this, I feel like I have a pretty good idea of the floor plan of your manner. So, all right. Well, I'm going to go out on this then. Side quest 17 or wherever the hell we are. Did we ever make it? Protect my ass. (laughs) Did we ever come to my house (laughs) and protect me from my goddamn head architect who's all of a sudden getting very up in my grill with these new pants? Charismatic. Hold on one second. Let me just. Yeah. There go your pants. Quick little fireball to the crotch. Did you just chop fireball my pants? And you're feeling a little less charismatic now, huh, pal? A little bit. Now I just got these charismatic shorts. Damn it. <laughs> Thank God it's warming they, up. They are charismatic. They're charismatic as hell. Those are so. There's so many pockets on those things. Jeez Louise, I wish I had that many pockets. Oh boy. I hope I'm not saying all this out loud. That would be embarrassing. Come to my house. Make sure Ian doesn't steal my shit or plant his pants or whatever, or these new shorts. Protect me. Cuddle me, right? I feel like I, while you're there, you might as well give me a squeeze while you're watching me. With that final side quest, I believe we can put a nice little bow on this for Toby. And, you know, hopefully you'll figure out a way some way or another to get the diamond dust you need in order to make that contact lens for the beholder. The thing that you're definitely starting out to do that has no bearing on any other thing that you're working on. But boy, those two XPs sure are going to be sweet. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, maybe you'll make some allies along the way and get some, you know, new armor paint or something like that or unlock some fucking concept art or some shit. I don't know. Uh, my favorite is the digital web comic on your console to read so you can sit on your couch and read a comic on your television. You know, I get so tired of interactivity. Anyway, thank you for listening to the world's best podcast. I am Travis. And I'm Ian, your charismatic knight uh, and architect here at Royals and Royals Adventure Architecture Firm, where we build the best dungeons here in the realms forgotten. And Travis is my boss, and he's definitely going to give me a raise. Until then... 
See you next time, Indiana. We named the dog Indiana. I'll name the dog. You're never getting that raise. You talk back to me again. You were out of line this episode. I kept it cool for the show, but that was incredibly whack. Yes, Mr. Travis. What's the opposite of a raise? Uh, I think it's a double raise. Wow. Now those were some bad ideas. If you'd like the boys to take a shot at designing your dungeon, free of charge, send a raven to wellmet at crappycastles.com. We prefer letters that give us enough, but not too much. We'll let you decide what that means. If you want more of the adventures ad-libbed on this show, head to patreon.com forward slash crappycastles. Any silver you can spare is much appreciated. Original music, audio editing, and bardic inspiration provided by Adron. Find her at adronmusic.com. Our theme song is Piss Fader by Tobacco. That's P-I-S-S Fader by the one and only Tobacco. As always, Ian was played by Ian, Travis was played by Travis, and you don't get to know who I am. Till next time, keep it crappy.